Hey guys. Welcome to OMG So Random Hee Hee. Hee hee. We are so happy that you could join us. Yes, today, we, tonight, we're just overjoyed. Whenever you're listening. Yes. Yeah. Going through time and space. That's the, As we did this the, Wednesday. <laughs> that's the second time I've used that phrase this week. <laughs> I'm going to wear it out real fast. It's a lot of fun, though. You know? You it is. Time and like, space. Yeah, and you don't want to like look past going through time and space. You got to take advantage of that experience. That's very true. We're going to start the show off tonight. We got some listener questions. And again, we're going to start off with that. So thanks for sending us questions. Like, we really appreciate it. It's a lot of fun. Keep sending them, please. We're begging you. And it's it's so easy, too. We keep it up on our Instagram story. Um, usually the night before we record, we ask for questions. And all you have to do is just fill out the question in the box. But, hey, if you happen to not have Instagram, you can always email us at omgsorandomhehe at gmail.com. Yeah, and we're on Twitter too, Facebook. You can search us OMG so random. Hee hee. We're pretty easy to find if you're looking for us, I think. Yeah, pretty much everywhere you are, we are. So please so send this, us those random questions. Yeah. Um this question comes in from a listener named Ian. And his question for us today is, in your opinion, what is the most random fad you can remember? Hmm. Most random fad? Yeah, fad. Like I, I think he means like fashion or like yeah. social fad, like anything like that. Um, I think personally, the most random fad that I can remember is um, wearing visors upside down. <laughs> Did yeah, that? I definitely tried that one for a minute. Yeah, I, I tried it for maybe a half second. Um, <laughs> I remember, like, I bought a visor in the the height of visor mania and um i tried it on and it looked looked good you know as good as a visor can look and then uh i I remember clear as day because i was in my bedroom um and i i took it off and i flipped it upside down i put it back on my head and i just took one look at myself in the mirror and was like nah (laughs) i'm gonna skip out (laughs) and uh so I just wore my visor the way God intended it. When you said visor mania, I pictured like like Hulk Hogan ripping a shirt that, you know, how his shirt said Hulk mania, but it said <laughs> yeah. visor mania. It's visor mania, brother. <laughs> Have you ever seen those visors that come now with like the hair like built in? What? No. no you've never seen those? It's <laughs> no. like this really bad, like blonde, spiky haircut. Really? And I'm... Yeah, and I'm imagining some. I wish you'd seen these because I'm imagining someone putting that on upside down. And then it looks like they kind of have like a, a really bad mullet. I think that would be I, I really want to see that now. Uh, I yeah, gotta, I, I got to get my hands on one of those visors. If if anyone out there has one of those visors, and you can send us a picture of you wearing that kind of visor upside down, we would love to see it. Yeah, we would. We would definitely give you a shout out, which is worth its weight in gold. Yeah. In the podcasting world. Absolutely. Um, so I guess for me, the most random fad I can remember, you guys remember, uh, it's like a viral thing that was going around a little bit ago, the rice bucket challenge. Oh, how could anyone forget the rice bucket challenge? Yeah, it was when, uh, you know, kids were purposely dropping their phones in some water and then they had to throw it into 
a bucket of rice so that the water would come out and they could use their phone again. <laughs> didn't, that, didn't that happen to cure Alzheimer's too? Yes, it did. It did. Which was so great. win-win. I mean, it was a, you're right. It was a great challenge. But it was random though. It was pretty random. Came and went. You'd think if we if we had a way to cure Alzheimer's, we'd keep going with it. But... <laughs> <laughs> nah, we we reached a limit, you know. Yeah, we we were worried that the rice may not work every time with the phones, so we kind of we thought about what was important: cell phone, Alzheimer's. <laughs> yeah, I know Decided some people tried phones. to keep it going by using wild rice for a while, and it just wasn't the same. Right. I heard someone tried quinoa once. <laughs> they just had little quinoa. What are they? Kernels? Let's call them quinoa kernels. Yeah. And their phone speakers for years. <laughs> what is this shit? <laughs> uh, so we we have a little bit, just a very brief Apple Watch segment today. Um, not a whole lot to report, but still some news. So, um, if you remember from the last episode, our good friend Cody was just very cruelly turned into a cyborg dog by the people at Apple Podcasts. Live on air. Live on air. To our friend. And then he ran away, and he's, he's a lost cyborg dog out God knows where, and uh, we still haven't been able to find him. We put up flyers everywhere um you might have seen them on our instagram page but um this this message is for specifically for tim cook who is directly responsible and i'll all i have to say is bring back our udi yeah he's out there roaming the streets of randomville a lost cyborg dog because of tim apple's careless mistake or not not even a mistake because he did it on purpose that was not a mistake his careless actions he's a coward he is and he better fetch our cyborg dog friend asap this this instant sir (laughs) i do hereby demand that you work post haste to get our lovable robo dog home and so we can give him lots of robot treats yeah space pouch treats like that (laughs) scooby-doo thing (laughs) (laughs) oh so um i don't know what do you say we fire up the randomizer and see what we get today yeah uh just anyone who hasn't listened before we have a very high powered machine that selects random wikipedia articles for us um it was designed by very um professional scientists they're extremely professional but they're also very expensive mm-hmm. and now we owe them millions of dollars and that's why we have this podcast so that we can make money and pay them off yes and uh so any potential sponsors out there please reach out to us because we need we, you we need that money so yeah. bad you get what you pay for and sometimes you can't pay for it um, and then you get kind of in hot water, which is where we're at right now. And we just, we have to pay the scientists and we also have to just like get our, uh, it's weird saying get our money's worth because we haven't 
really paid them yet, but uh, we're good for it. And yeah. we just we wrote out some IOUs. Yeah. Um, I, I just recently gave the scientists, uh, I, I don't know if I told you this. I gave them a book of coupons. Um, oh. yeah. Like, um, uh, cash this in for one free back rub courtesy free of Dirk. Yeah. Free that car kind of wash. Stuff, yeah. Um, breakfast in meal. bed. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Hey, I mean, they they should like be off our backs for a while. Not with that. They said it was a nice sentiment, but they just didn't Still really need care. The money. Yeah, right? they need the money. I get it. I get it. They're not working for free. That's right. Dr. Valverita and Jubini, she needs <laughs> to be paid. Val, baby. I'm doing the but best yeah, I can here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, then we uh, we select these articles and we goof around about them. Yeah. We give just... you some weird stuff you never knew you wanted to know. And... Uh, Hopefully we can really bring the random today. We're going to do our best. All right, let's see let's see what the randomizer brings up for us. SS Coronado. The SS Coronado. That sounds pretty promising. Oh yeah. So uh According to Wikipedia, the SS Coronado was a British steamship that collided with and sank the French passenger ship Yubi in 1936. Oops. <laughs> or as the French might say, mais non. <laughs> ah, oops. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> chalk that up to uh, the hashtag ship fails. Yeah. The um so the UB it, it was rammed in yes. fog. Yes it was. By the SS Coronaldo. And the UB had uh one thousand four hundred and seventy eight passengers on board and it more or less sunk. They had to be taken in tow by the Brazilian tugboat Antonio Azambuja. What a majestic name. <laughs> and the Uruguayan tugboat powerful (laughs) uh do you think that that tugboat was like you know had some self-esteem issues and uh was trying to like have a power complex a little bit a powerful some of the yeah some of the other ships around were you know they they were towing more than the you the oh no then then powerful (laughs) (laughs) and then powerful comes in is like I got this wreck all by myself. <laughs> Pushed Antonio Azambuja <laughs> out of the way. I got this. I'm powerful. <laughs> Por favor. <laughs> the funny thing is, I think that they actually speak Portuguese and Brazilian, too. So that's a little... Oh. Well. In Brazil. Not in Brazilian. <laughs> in the country of Brazil, they speak Portuguese. Okay. So that's... uh kind of carrying over from last week you know we got a little portuguese theme going here a little crossover do you uh, think one... do you think the uh the um the chinesas dos bichos had anything to do with this they i i think before powerful became powerful <laughs> he was maybe his name was maybe weakling mm-hmm. and he couldn't see aha and then the Chinese as dos bichos, they came and they started to rub his head down, 
with the sticks. Yep. And they, they pulled the worms out of his eyes. Next thing you knew, he's a big, powerful boy. <laughs> and they renamed him Powerful. But actually, that's a funny thing to me, though, because I'm calling the ships he, but ships, for whatever reason, are always her or she. That's right. What is that about? I don't know. Maybe that might come up in another random article someday. You think so? I, I had some. I had like a theory. Like maybe it had like a big old set of like huge masts <laughs> or sails. I don't know. Hubba hubba. Hong Kong wooga baby. <laughs> my my jaw just dropped like the mask, and uh, my <laughs> eyes bugged out really big. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm. I'm you can't hear it um, because it's at such a high pitch, but I wolf whistled at least three times after you said huge masts. <laughs> I, I have a pretty edgy joke about this, too. Oh, you do? Okay. Let's oh, hear yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. We're throwing away PC on this episode, baby. <laughs> We're getting edgy. Here's the joke. Okay. So it's 2019. Why don't we let the ships identify their own gender? (laughs) Wow. Oh, boy. That sounds like something uh, one of my high school students said to me once. (laughs) I'm not I'm not kidding. Specifically, he was uh, he was ranting about ships. He fights for ships, rights. (laughs) Shatter the binary for ships. (laughs) <laughs> so this uh the shipwreck this collision ship collision this happened in 1936 okay mm-hmm. and i figured that in the day of like steam ships and all that you know we didn't have airplanes yet that a shipwreck would be a big deal right i thought uh, it could yeah. be like comparable to um you know like if a plane crashed today so i started to do some research and uh the thing is it wasn't that big of a deal Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a lot of different shipwrecks going on. I'll get into that in a minute, but I just want to go over <laughs> the details that I was able to find about this shipwreck. There isn't very many. I do have my own theory, though. Okay. I can try to put a spin on this. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. So apparently, this ship, this accident took place at 4 a.m. and okay. there was some fog. So, I think what happened here... Is the people on the Coronaldo, the sh- you know, the captain, he was a wild man. Mm-hmm. And he had his crew all worked up. It's 4 a.m. In Buffalo, that's what time the bars close. So people are always getting really rowdy at 4 a.m. Okay. You know, this is the, the height of their night. They're getting wacky. So here's what I'm thinking. They're sailing along, and they start to sing that yo-ho-ho in a bottle of rum song. That, like, Classic. Is, like, right. Anytime anyone has ever been on a ship, they sing that song. So they're going along, they're singing Yo-Ho-Ho and a bottle of rum. The whole crew is drunk. And next thing you know, they crash into the poor Yubi. Oh, and take no. It down. And the thing is, like, the Yubi, it's such a cute name, too. It Yubi, is. You know, it kind of sounds like something a Furby would say. Yeah. Or, so or I, like, Yubi fully loaded. Um, <laughs> like a Herbie movie. Yeah. So now there's... I'm just imagining like a ghost, like ghost ship sailing around in the Atlantic, just going like, Yubi, Yubi. <laughs> and it's all because of these drunken sailors 
And they're yo-ho-hoing a bottle of rum. <sighs> Drunk sailors. I tell you. Uh, I, I can just picture like a grizzled old sea captain telling his, uh, his freighter crew about the fateful tale of the Yubi. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's, he's sitting talking about how, how the drunk sailors ran into the Yubi, uh, and just completely demolished her. And every time you hear Yubi, Yubi <laughs> on the water, she's coming for you. <laughs> the like i mentioned the funny thing is that you know shipwrecks apparently were not a big deal see that 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 really surprises me i mean yeah. like <laughs> i would love to see the the level of indifference you know someone picking <laughs> right. up the paper oh great another shipwreck <laughs> Yeah, I found there was a Wikipedia page specifically for shipwrecks in 1936, which is the year that the UB and the Coronado crashed into each other. Oh my gosh! Or wow. Dave Matthews crashed crash into me. <laughs> and there were literally hundreds, hundreds of shipwrecks. And just ten days later, there was another British ship that crash there was actually two or three more in this time period but 10 days later a british ship wrecked called the snowflake <laughs> what so, a surprise the snowflake yeah, wrecked snowflake can uh can't handle the harsh waters and needed a safe space <laughs> to go wreck it didn't get its trophy so it went ahead and got wrecked didn't, yeah, didn't get a participation trophy for sailing the high sea. <laughs> so next thing you know, it's, uh, quote unquote, it was hold, H-O-L-E-D. <laughs> oh, man. Right in the hole. <laughs> I'm looking at some of these um, shipwreck names or names of uh, wrecked ships, I should say. And uh, some of them are pretty good. I mean, we've got Pukwapa. Uh, we've got girl pat girl pat (laughs) as opposed to boy pat right um we have the uh herzogin cecile (laughs) uh we have lady elizabeth Um, beautiful but i think my favorite is the uss whipple yes uh yes the USS Whipple. All right, so the funny thing is about the Coronaldo mm-hmm. is that things kind of came back around on it. And in 1942, it was sunk by a German torpedo during like World War II. But while it was sunk, it was carrying 5,141 tons of frozen meat. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of meat. Yeah, it is. You got to think the sharks probably ate pretty well for some time after that crash. Oh, for sure. Bunch of fat sharks washing <laughs> up on shore. Where are all these fat sharks coming from? <laughs> Thanks a lot, Coronaldo. I was looking into like names of crew members on ships, too. Mm-hmm. It just kind of came across as I was looking at things. And I found out that one of the names of a ship crew member is a donkey man <laughs> what 
<laughs> okay. Donkey man. Yeah. I don't know what a donkey man does, but I'm thinking like, is it a half man, half donkey that every shit Wait, is, is required is that to his, have? Is that his name or is it his title? Oh, no, that's his title. Oh, okay. Yeah. I imagine I imagine he is the guy who uh whenever the the captain asks the crew to do something they don't really want to do he's the one who says that's some cold milk shrek. <laughs> I wonder if it's like part of maritime law that you have to have uh half man half donkey on <laughs> on your ship in order to sail this like the high seas. You know, I I think I think that would make sense. I mean, yeah. okay, think about this. So I believe the movie Pinocchio came out around this time in 1936. There were a lot of boys that got turned into donkeys in that movie. And they got to work somewhere, yeah. right? So right. what better place for a donkey than on the high seas? <laughs> yes, the donkey man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that makes total sense. I mean... It's like the old saying goes, some go to the Grand Canyon, others to the sea. And, you know, that that's how the Donkey Man title was born. I actually came across some other good ship names, too. Okay. I know, I know we talked about ship names already, but I have some more good ones. I think these are also other ships that may have sank or wrecked in 1936, just from that list. Talk about okay, a garbage so we, fire year, am I right? Oh, yeah. We have... Calcium, <laughs> Scottish Heather. <laughs> this one's one of my favorites. Empire Toucan. <laughs> really? Yeah, Empire Toucan. See, what's the cereal that has the toucan on it? That's uh, that's Fruit Loops. Yeah, yeah, Fruit Loops. Now, I think I think Empire Toucan was probably like the Animal House of the High Seas, right? Yeah, they're getting wild out there. Yeah. I mean, they sound, they've got Empire in their name, which makes them sound a little bit formidable. But then you get to Toucan, and the, you know <laughs> that they are just like all about having fun. Yeah. They, I, like, I can imagine, like, their logo, like, I don't know, do ships have logos? <laughs> <laughs> like, their logo is definitely the Toucan from Fruit Loops, but he's wearing, like, a big crown on his head. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's Emperor Toucan right there. <laughs> That's there, uh, the sir. Last, yeah, <laughs> toucan, sir. Uh, <laughs> there is one more that I would like to mention. One more ship. It was called Jamaica Producer. <laughs> and <laughs> it just makes me think of Shaggy for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> they might as well have called it the SS Bombastic, right? <laughs> right. Bombastic on the high seas. I love to say the high seas. What qualifies as a high sea? That's a good question. Does it like, do the waves have to get up to a certain, like, I don't think you'd ever call a lake the high sea, or would you? We need to get a high seas expert on here. Either a high seas expert or a maritime lawyer. I think either one would. Yes. Would definitely right. be able to answer our questions. Yeah. Or a high sea expert, someone that loves Ooh, to yeah. drink high sea. <laughs> <laughs> In all its forms, be it powder or juice box. Yes. yes. Uh, I want some high C now. I could I could go for some orange. I know that's an unpopular opinion. Oh, I'm totally with you on that. Oh, that's that's great because most people I talk to are like, no, ecto cooler. 
when I was able to eat whatever I wanted to before, like my internal organs started to fail. Oh, <laughs> it's got real I used dark. To get, <laughs> I used to. It was only my gallbladder. I tried to be more dramatic than I needed. Oh. To. You don't need. You don't need a gallbladder. They took it out. I'm. I'm doing okay. But um, I used to always go to McDonald's and I would always get high C orange. That was my go-to drink. Nectar of the gods right there. Yeah, those are the days, baby. So it turns out that, you know, SSUB, the name of the ship that sunk, there's also an SSUB that writes um, scholarly articles in, like, (laughs) medical journals. But the only articles I've been able to find by this SSUB deal with, like, really intense and dark medical subjects. Like, the one that I came across was about rectal prolapse and rare tumors. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> TMI, UB, TMI. So maybe that is um, the reincarnation of the, U- the SSUB ship, you know, now haunting the world, telling us all about <laughs> prolapsed anuses and <laughs> uncurable tumors because it had to... Go to an early grave itself. The worst fate lies with the UB. (laughs) Having to publish in medical journals for all eternity about things no one wants to hear about. (laughs) I think that's going to wrap things up for the SS Coronaldo today. Yeah, just like the Coronaldo, I think we we rammed right through the subject. You know, we broke out of the fog and... uh, we just like crashed right into it and uh, we crashed into the article so bad that two tugboats are going to have to come pull it out. Yeah. Right. And 10 years from now, when we're carrying around thousands of pounds of meat, (laughs) we also will meet our own fate. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I eat enough hamburgers or I've eaten enough hamburgers in my life to equate to right. myself to the Coronaldo, so yeah, that's deep. We're getting deep here. <laughs> I I am the Coronaldo. <laughs> Hashtag I am the Coronaldo. That's gonna be the new thing. The Coronaldo <laughs> challenge. You have to uh, eat <laughs> five thousand pounds of hamburger meat <laughs> and try not to meet your untimely demise. <laughs> Well, everyone, let us know when you try the Coronado challenge. <laughs> but please know that we are not responsible for any medical bills that right. may incur. Yeah, or emergency, anything like that. No colonoscopies. We won't be reimbursing you. <laughs> no. We have our own scientists to pay back. That's right. We don't, we don't need your doctors to. <laughs> well, I, I think with that, uh, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, be sure to give us a review and a rating wherever you listen and be sure to subscribe to OMG So Random Hee Hee because we're on everywhere and be sure to stay tuned for more random interviews and more random articles. Yeah, we'll see you soon. OMG So Random Hee Hee is written and produced weekly by Brian Anderson and Dirk Walker and can be found everywhere you listen to podcasts. If you like the show, be sure to leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you listen, and give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at OMG So Random Hee Hee.